And we'll go rescue the princess. You know, Luke, this may be the last time we see each other. So there's something I want you to know. Now I had the time of my life and I owe it all to you. I've been waiting for so long. Now I've finally found someone to stand by me. So we take each other's hand Cause we seem to understand the urgency Just remember You're the one thing I can't get enough of So I tell you something This could be He uses the force. He tickles him in his fingers. <laughs> oh, funny stuff. Um, welcome back to episode two of Rebel Scum Radio. I'm your host Carlos, and I'm again. I'm joined again this episode by Rebel Scum alumni and Jar Jar Binks fanboy Jono. How are you, Jono? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Now, two. Yes, episode two. Now, for those of you who are wondering what was going on in that intro there, we're down a, we're down a Rebel Scum member th- today with Jim Bob. He's got his nuptials on the weekend. He's getting married on Saturday. He is. So that was a special song for, for, uh, for Jim Bob and Trish. Uh, we wish you the best for the weekend. All the best, guys. But that being said, Jim Bob has abandoned us. Yeah. He's left us. You were the chosen one! <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, this this week in the show we've got more Star Wars trailer news. Um, hope, hopefully, we're praying in here at Rebel Scum Radio that uh, on the seventeenth, when Star Wars is released, that the Rogue, a new Rogue One trailer may pop up out of the blue. Who knows? There might be a trailer attached to the previews. There could be. Yeah. There could be. We can only hope. But there's one thing that is sure on December the seventeenth is that there will be no new trailers that are coming no. out. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is one thing for sure. So, and it'll only be, it'll be 364 days until Rogue One comes out yeah, here in Australia. Exactly. Yeah. 365 days. Yeah. And for everyone in the United States and around the world who are getting the movie two days after Australia, we've got a little bit of a warning because we'll be doing a, a spoiler review. Yes. Of the Force Awakens. Yes. So, if you're in the United States, 
you'll see a podcast pop up before it comes out <laughs> that's labelled spoilers, do not listen. That'll be us talking 36 hours before that, you guys get the That will probably be one of the first reviews online. On it will. Podcast. It will. And it'll be after we've seen it yeah. twice in the one day, in the one morning. And they might even record the audio of the film and just upload that. Yeah, but don't listen to that, Lucas. We're not doing that. We're not Lucasfilm and Disney. We're not doing that. But, but, uh, but uh, it is an option, of course. But we would never think of doing such a thing. Um, also, in the show, we'll have uh, first impressions of Battlefront from myself, the la- the latest game from Dice. So, uh, I've been playing that this week. Um, I've also got uh, the remote control X-wing and Falcon. Have you got that already? If they're, they're on the way. Oh, okay. They're on the way. But I'm going to talk about the, the the videos that we've seen and what's and what's happening. There's actually footage of them working properly. Are you, are you going to get that after? Does that come after the movie? Or? Well, it's on its way to me now. Oh. So I should have it this yeah. week. Which in which case we'll do an unboxing and yeah. a test flight. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. And Jono's got something very special for us today on the website Rebel Scum Radio today. Jono's dropped his review of Jessica of, Jones. Of Jessica Jones. So. He's going to sit here and swill his bourbon and and give Jessica Jones talk uh, about thoughts. one of the the best villains Marvel has ever produced. Yes, and that's after last week we said all Marvel yeah. villains were shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> we we rescind those comments and we'll be deleting that from the podcast and uploading. I'll be taking that back. Thanks, to <laughs> yeah. David Tennant. Yes, yeah. yes, it was an excellent show. Like uh, I, I wasn't sure how it was going to go against Daredevil, but they've done a mighty fine job. I still think Daredevil is. Number one, as Marvel TV shows go. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, I, think, well I mean, the next Daredevil is yeah. going to take it to a next level yeah. with, with Punisher and all kinds of stuff going, going on. And, and we'll uh, talk about that as the time comes along. Also, this week dropped the Captain America Civil War trailer. Very Which exciting everybody stuff. everybody forgot about it already because uh, the Batman vs. Superman Yeah, because Batman Superman comes out. They need to time this shit better. They should really release all their trailers yeah. after... Star Wars came out. <laughs> like you're getting swamped by Disney marketing funds, but but Star Wars and Batman cut yeah. that cut through, but it'll only be a couple of yeah. days. So we'll see how that goes. Now I am going to talk DC. So all the DC fanboys out there, it's been a reasonably big week in TV town. Gotham and the Gotham mid-season finale oh, and Flash crossover. Is yeah. That so uh, I watched the first half last night, which was yep. the Flash episode yep. of the crossover. Um, Tonight in Australia is the um, is the Arrow part of the crossover. Yep. These crossovers usually are a bit weird because the two shows don't mix too well. But last night's episode was pretty good. But we'll go into that deeper a little bit later. Now, as we promised last week, we'd look a little bit deeper in, into, into the paranormal. Into the paranormal. And also, we can't skip over the hoverboard news. Yeah, we've got to talk about that. We've talked. We discussed last week looking a little bit deeper you into whether the hoverboard wrong. was real. And it appears... You kind of, of proved me wrong. It appears that the hoverboard is real, but understood. But not exactly. Not exactly real. So, so that'll be interesting to talk about. And we're going to wind up the show, as we just discussed. Uh, this, in the last few months, a new documentary has been released, uh, a UFO documentary about the true Travis Walton story. So we'll be going through that, and that is uh, quite the tale, yeah. to say the least. <laughs> um, we'll let you know what our conclusions are later on in the show. So there's lots of stuff. But how have you been, Jono, this week? What have you been up to? <sighs> pretty good. Did some gardening in the house. That's pretty started exciting. A, started a veggie patch. So not as exciting as my week? No. Getting crashed into by four cars and... Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I 
better than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. just. Oh, oh, you're in a car accident. Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. I'm working my veggie patch. I don't, I don't, I don't care. That's that's, that's fine. Um, okay, well, let's go to Star Wars land. Let's talk about the latest Star Wars Force Awakens extended TV spot. Well, the uh, the footage wasn't there wasn't that much footage. It was just repeats of the old ones. Yeah. And I, I like it because they still haven't given much away. Like they've still held the main plot, and nobody knows yeah. much about the about the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, they're giving away little bits and pieces. Like last night, I, was, I watched an older TV trailer which I hadn't seen. I think it was number mm. seven TV yep. spot. And in that, I noticed there was stuff that I hadn't seen before, like Finn at the controls of the of the Millennium Falcon. I think I completely skipped that TV spot. Oh, that was in the last two spots. Isn't it? Oh, was but it? Where he turns back and he. He yeah, he turns yeah. back and he's yelling at yeah. someone down the thing. And yeah. I'd never noticed that before. Maybe it's just... There's so many TV I've just been so many that yeah. I've just filtered them out and they're all the same now. But, um, but yeah, it's... Uh, it's I, I can't wait until the film just comes out. I'm actually... Because, because, I wonder if someone could possibly grab all these TV spots and make some kind of film out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there must be at least 15 minutes of film... of. Of film footage in it all. At least, yeah. There must be, which means there's only two hours left for us to see. And we bought our tickets a we did. for our second screen. We did. We're both going to see it at one past midnight on, on op- opening day here on the 17th in Australia. 17th morning. 17th morning. 12 midnight, yeah. So this is, um, to put it in perspective, if you're listening in the US... Um, 16 would be... Your 18th launch is our 19th year, so we're effectively two days ahead, ahead of you. Of, yeah. Ahead of you. So if you're going to get spoilers, it'll be from Australians and Kiwis. Yeah. yeah. And, and by Saturday, I would have three, seen it uh, three times. Yeah. I'm going midnight, yeah. then we're going for the lunchtime, evening, yeah, lunchtime yeah. session yeah. Thursday. Yeah. And then I'm going Friday night with the missus. Look out. Yeah. Look out. First time ever. Are ever you dressing done. up for any of them? I got my Jedi outfit. Got your Jedi outfit? <laughs> <laughs> the Jedi outfit. Jedi outfit. I've still got my Princess Leia. Slave. Slave, slave, slave bra going, yeah. going on, so that should be good. I don't think that would be a good idea. No, yeah. probably not. Probably not. <laughs> They'll be kicking me out of the cinema pretty damn quick. It's pretty, pretty damn quick. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I don't know how much more we can talk about Star Wars at, at the moment. It's oh, kind of... Um, I went to Target uh, during the weekend and I came across this character called uh, Guawian. Guawian. He looks yeah. he looks like Red Hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's supposed to be an enforcer. I think he's with Ooh. Kylo Ren. Ooh. There you yeah. go, like a right-hand man or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, be interesting. Every time I'm seeing Kylo Ren now, I'm 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 thinking more and more like, you know what? You actually look a little bit naff. You like you, you could have done a little bit more with that helmet, like just being a little bit more badass. Because he, whilst the helmet's gone, he doesn't look like he's a really imposing figure. If you yeah. know what I mean? Like he's not like he, he does when he has the hood on. Yeah, but but he's not like that Darth Vader imposing yeah, yeah. figure that kind of towers over yeah. everyone. So it's um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. He, what it looks like doing. he has a rag over him. Yeah, he's like, he looks yeah. like he he looks like this. Um, he looks like a hipster rocker with a with a Darth Vader helmet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the the Guavian Death Gang enforces. Ooh, ooh. The deadly individuals employed as security soldiers by the criminals of the Guavian Death Gang. Well, I've never mm. come across those before. 
it's it's part of the new canon. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Very exciting. I haven't bought enough. I haven't gone into a board enough toys yet. I need to go in there and buy some figurines and shit. Yeah. And get across all this. I think that stuff. was like fifteen bucks. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah, yeah, that's actually pretty good yeah. because. I mean, I remember some of the old Clone Wars and stuff, figurines and stuff mm. that you go into. You go into a yep. toy store and they were like, sometimes they're up to thirty bucks for like those same basic ones that you used to get in like the nineties and yeah. stuff from Judo, and they were like two dollars fifty, yeah. and they're just thrown on some fucking <laughs> bin somewhere. <laughs> Here you go. Now they're like put in nice packaging because they've become collectibles. The Black Series. Yeah, I've only got oh, I've only got one of two point five billion of these freaking toys. <laughs> And now because everyone's collecting them, like, they're all in that package. Yeah. It's kind of like, the only reason Star Wars are collectible now is because no one knew they should collect them. So the random ones that did keep them in their packaging are now filthy rich. But now everyone's keep keeping it. It's kind of like, well, now actually probably the more the better ones are the ones that are used because you've all kept them in their packaging. <laughs> so, so we'll see how that goes. Um, oh, there was other Star Wars news here this week in Australia. Uh, on Tuesday night. Um, no, no, no. This is uh, gaming news. Uh, oh. We've posted this up on the website as oh, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was the Good Game Star Wars special. Um, they did a full review of Battlefront and also went through the history of Star Wars games, which was uh, one of my favourite segments in a while because I've lived through a lot of shit yeah. Star Wars games, but they all, I've also had some great ones. And I've come up with my own list of my top five. Top five Star Wars well, games. Yeah. You're the biggest gamer in the gang, so... I am. Yeah. I am. I am. I most certainly am. And I probably don't game as much as some people do, yeah. but, yeah, I'm definitely... Uh, well, to put it into perspective, I have never owned a console. Yes, and we need to fix that. Yeah. We need to fix that soon. And Jim Bob's... I think Jim Bob's a Nintendo boy, so I think he's kind of yeah, a weird... Yeah, I just used to play FIFA, he's got FIFA on the computer. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm mainly... Uh, I kind of switch between PC and and... PlayStation, yep. depending. That being said, I've hardly ever played an Xbox, but for this Christmas, for myself, I'm Xbox buying One. Xbox One just so I can get my hands on Tomb Raider for Christmas. Mm. So, um, my top five Star Wars games at all time. Now, the number the first one's going to be a bit of a shock because yep. I don't think that many people played it, but it's also my favourite genre yeah. game, which is real-time strategy, and it's Empire at War. Mm. So, imagine it's Command and Conquer with Star Wars, but you get to... When, when was this? Uh, this was released, oh, it was probably released seven or eight years ago now, but it's come out a few times, it's still yep. available now. And um, so effectively you control space fleets and you have space battles, but you also have ground assault battles on the yep. on the surface of planets and you're managing your resources and doing that kind of stuff. It's as close to genuinely, and it's really hard, which yeah. is what I prefer, because sometimes with Command and Conquer games you get the, you just purely just work on numbers and yeah. you can get through. But with Star Wars Empire at War, you've got to control your fleets above the planet to make sure that enemy fleets don't take... So whilst mm. you've controlled one planet, whilst you're on another planet trying to take that over and building your empire, yeah. you haven't got enough fleet over there, you haven't got enough resources, you've got to spread yourself really thin. And I've got TIE fighters. Oh, you've got everything in there. It's, it's so damn good. The sound is good. Yeah. Gameplay is good. And it takes a long time to play, which is which is what I like. So that's my number one game of all time. Of all time, oh, Star Wars game of oh, all Star time. Wars game. Star Wars game of all time, and it's probably by a fair way, to be honest, because usually I get a little bit. There's something that's just not as good as the yeah. movies, you know. It's just like, oh, this isn't the movies, <laughs> right? I like it, but not the movies. No, no, yeah, no. See, 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 see. There's Knights of the Old Republic, which is a, uh, which is a. Uh, 
it's the most enjoyable Star Wars story outside the film. Yep. So, um, so that's why I put I put that in there. And if I didn't put in that in there, every Star Bo- Star Wars gamer would hunt Eddie me down and kill you. And they'd strike me down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'd strike me down. Down. One of my other favourite ones. This was back in the day in the nineties. Was Tie Fighter. There was a oh, Tie yeah. Fighter X Wing series. Does anybody out there know what uh, Tie Fighter stands for? <laughs> well, what Tie stands for? Well, you could tell them. Twin ion engine. There you go. And they call it Tie because it looks like a bow tie. There you go. You learn something every day. You do facts. Yeah. Facts from Rebels Camera. <laughs> Don't say we never give you anything. You've learned that little bit more. Um, yeah, so that was just a fantastic game. I remember sitting in front of Tie Fighter for the first time and just yep. feeling like. This is fucking awesome. Even though it was like it's pixelated graphics and stuff. Like back in the day, it was fucking so cool that it was just. I remember. I just, think I had that on the handheld console. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it was it was just so good at the time. It was like that was like a breakthrough. Yeah. Like it was fucking amazing. And there's other games on this list which were also breakthroughs. Four is Battlefront, which um, we've reviewed this week on the website. Um, just the most beautiful looking game I've ever seen in my life. It doesn't have much much depth to it. Yeah. Like um, you go through the training missions and the wave modes, and um, a few times I went on for multiplayer, and yeah. there's like three out of forty players sitting there. I had to wait. And yeah. It's just like oh, man, I don't know. It, it wasn't a very enjoyable thing. And they've also got no no chat in there unless you get a third party software, so you can't talk to anyone in the game. Like you normally do. Yeah, like yeah. you normally do in multiplayer games. So it's kind of like you're just in there and it's by yourself. It's like you're on a solo mission. With these random people, and it's just like I don't I don't know what that because dice is usually pretty good with those yeah, kind of yeah. things. They've got lots of battlefront experience, and yeah, so it wasn't great. But that being said, going back to all those solo missions and stuff, this game is well worth buying just for an hour or two of gameplay in there. Like that first five minutes where I picked it up and was in Beggar's Canyon in yeah. an X fighter, fighting off Tie fighters in two Beautiful. minutes and flying past Adats on Hoth and fucking. Get, getting them with my fucking with my fucking yeah. harpoons and shit. <laughs> that was the business. That was, oh, the best bit of it actually. The best bit of the game was on indoor, even though it's Return of the Jedi yeah. and there's Ewoks and, yeah. and shit. Um, how, how how good do the Ewoks look? Do they look really? Ha, the, the level, my favorite level on indoor has got no Ewoks in it. Yeah. It's just fucking speeder bikes, man. Uh, speeder bikes. You're so, flying flying through logs and hollow logs and uh, shit. It's just insane. It's so good. So good. The, the leaves and the grass and everything. It's it's bellissimo. Yeah. <laughs> bellissimo. <laughs> bellissimo. So it's like the return of the Jedi come to life and you're really there. Yeah, it's as it's as close as you're yeah. ever gonna get to a real fucking speeder bike. A uh, real fucking Until they bike. put the Oculus Rift into the Yeah. Into the yeah, then you're turning your head around and Darth Vader's sitting there with his fucking lightsaber and Boba Fett's yeah. over in the corner smoking a durry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Boba, how's things going? You, you, you got out, got out of that Sarlacc pit, oh, all right? Already got into Dorian, on you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an interesting thing I heard. That actually, that um, Boba Fett gets out of the Sarlacc pit. In yeah, in my future stuff, he's out. What in the movies? Yeah, in the movies, he's getting out of that pit. He must climb out and do some. I said shit. that like three years ago when when yeah. Disney bought the right. Yeah. He's flying it. Well, he's got that rocket pack. He yeah. might be tinkering in it whilst he's surrounded by uh, Salak bile and then he flies out. He's, uh, he's, he's one of the characters that got really popular even though he didn't have much uh, yeah. screen time in the movie. Yeah, because he was he was a... Something about that Star Wars thing and that look, that 
pulled across yeah. that he was a villain. It was just a cool look that made him. Yeah, yeah, popular. like, and he was also that he. I think what really pushed him over there in Empire was that he had, he seemed to have no fear of Darth yeah, Vader when yeah. he was talking to him. He's just like, yeah, I, I don't give a shit. Yeah. He's no good to me dead. <laughs> He's no good to me dead. Yeah, so yeah, so that's probably what yeah, Boba Fett cool. yeah. Number five in my top five of all games. I should have gone these three the other way. I should have yeah. gone five and one. That's what I was thinking. Why are you going backwards? Really bad. <laughs> really. I might have to cut this around some way and put it in another order. This will be like a... Yeah. So number five. Yeah. <laughs> number five So uh, is Dark Forces, which uh, came out in the mid-90s and it was yeah. during the Doom era of games and it was the first real first-person shooter yeah. from Star Wars. There were some uh, Star Wars mods from Doom and stuff, but yeah. yeah, it was really pixelated kind of Wolfenstein type deal. Yeah. But back in that day, it was off the hook. Like me and my mates, we... We networked all our computers People together. People didn't care about graphics back then. It was just about good gameplay. Oh, but the graphics for then yeah. were fucking, yeah, fucking awesome, yeah. mind-blowing. Just like, hang on, we're in a 3D world with Star Wars people. What is this shit? <laughs> Especially when, you, when you're in uni and you're kind of, you know, you're yeah. kind of having a few drinks and yeah. some other stuff. Some J's. Yeah, some other stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you all know what we're talking about. <laughs> Rolling the doobs. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> this, is, this, is, this, is, this is what happens at university. Yeah. Um, uh, what are we going to talk about now? We're up to DC, aren't we? Yeah, we're up to the DC. Well, this week we've had lots, lots, lots of DC news. Lots of DC news. Should we should we go through the movie trailers first? They're probably the yep. the most biggest piece of interest yep. for everyone. And then because probably especially here in Australia, like for those of you that don't know here in Australia, like if you're watching free to air and you're waiting for Arrow and Gotham and stuff to come out. I think season season four of Arrow will be coming out in 2018 or something. It's ridiculous. Unless you got Foxtel. If, actually, if you've yeah. got Foxtel, you get them straight away and on demand. Okay. So that's a good reason for any DC fans to get yep. Foxtel. You get Arrow and Flash and on, like, yep. as soon as they get released from the US. And um, Is the first season of Arrow on Netflix? Uh, first season of Arrow is on Netflix. Yep. And I think first season of Gotham's on Netflix as well. Okay. So um, you can definitely do that. I'm not sure. So Arrow, Gotham, Flash. Flash. I'm not sure Flash is up yet. Okay. Because usually they're like, once the second season finished, they put the first yeah. one there. Or yeah. when it comes to DVD, it comes yep. out. So, um, yeah, but um, yeah, probably most interesting will be the Captain America Civil War trailer. trailer. And today, what landed? The bloody Batman versus Superman trailer. Did you check out oh. that shit? Jono, for for those that don't know me, Jono and, and Jim Bob, we we all work together. Yep. Um, so we may have had a moment today, although Jim Bob's off with his wedding vows, yeah. doing stuff, wedding plans, yeah. wedding plan. You were the chosen one. But me and Jono today, we dropped tools for a moment in time <laughs> and decided just to froze. say we just froze and just gone. Look what has happened. It is here. Just just the the last scene, the last clip in the trailer where it's just the Trinity. Yeah, I yeah. We waited so long to see the Trinity yeah. on screen. Yeah, it's just like a massive geek jizz fest. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, there's also on top of the jizz fest, <laughs> there's also been a little bit of a hate fest on how Doomsday looks. Well, oh. this is what I've I've got to say to the Doomsday haters. Mm. Um, he has the ability to regenerate. So the more you damage him, him, yeah, he becomes bigger. Yeah. So that may not be his final form because people are calling him. Uh, 
saying that he looks like a troll from The Hobbit, which he does. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, may not be his final yeah, form. Well, there, there was also comments there where they may have looked like uh, Michael Bay's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's the fifth turtle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the yep. pizza-eating doomsday with his bandana on. That uh, that was one of them. What was that stuff in there? Skateboarding around the streets of <laughs> chasing s- Superman and Batman. Yeah, Lex gives him a hoverboard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lex, Lex. Oh, yeah, what do you think about Lex? Um, definitely a step away yeah. from the traditional Lex, but I kind of liked it. Definitely a good thing. I I kind of got a bit of a Mark Zuckerberg vibe yeah, out of it. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, that, that's what they were aiming for. Yeah. So um, yeah, definitely works for me. I'm and I'm looking forward his to it. His dialogue was really good. Yeah, and he brings a certain energy to the Lex yeah. Luthor role because sometimes Lex Luthor can be a little bit Doctor Evil kind yeah. of slow paced stuff, but. I think there's definitely... I've got the feeling that he loses hair by the end of the movie. Yeah, and he's definitely got... Yeah, I think yeah. the long hair is there to accentuate yeah. a point where he, yeah. where he loses his hair. But he's definitely gives an energy to the villainy, which is, seems quite good. I just like the sinister, yeah. the sinister feel that he yeah, gives. Yeah, and he seems to have a plan. Yeah. Definitely got a plan. The Zod and Doomsday. So, see what happens. Let's see what happens there. And uh, the teaser that they released on Monday with, uh, with the Gotham... Uh, mid-season finale. Oh yeah, yeah. Where Superman um, unmasks uh, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, Superman seems to have lost his shit in there. They they say that that could be a dream sequence. All right. Because uh, the toy that they released of Batman, yeah, when he's wearing that suit, yeah, it's called the Nightmare okay. Batman. Yeah. So that could be mm. a dream sequence. And uh, there was another scene in today's trailer. Yeah. Where you see these winged creatures carrying away people. Yeah. The, that could be the uh, fly monkeys uh, out of out of Wizard of Oz. No, uh, could be a crossover. Was it Hawkman and yeah. Hawkman and Hawker? <laughs> and the real villain is the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, <laughs> they're the calling them the the Parademons. Parademons uh, of Darkseid. Oh, Darkseid. Oh, which would tie with Wonder Woman yeah. very very nicely. Obviously, so he could be the main villain for Justice League. That'd be very exciting. Mm. That'd be very exciting. I wonder. I need to catch up a little bit on my Green Lantern news. I wonder yeah. what they're going to do with Green Lantern. And and also, a uh, character which I... You're talking about the movie. Yeah, 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 the Justice League. Also wondering what they're going to do. I haven't had a real look at you know, what they're doing with Cyborg. Because he's an interesting character in a they've, lot of the, announced the, in a lot of the animated the movies. Last year. It's a, he's an unknown. He was, he's, well, that's good. I yeah. prefer an unknown. Yeah. He's popular on Broadway. Yeah. Ray Fisher, I think. Yeah. Cool. And do some tap. Yeah, yeah. Tap dance, <laughs> tap dance. Been a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a rule. <laughs> we we know who Cyborg is. We know who the Flash is. Yeah. We don't know who Green Lantern is. Not we know it's not Ryan Reynolds. No. no, it's not going to be Ryan. Because he's Deadpool now. Yeah, yeah. Ryan, yeah. I wonder. There's rumor that it could be um, John Stewart, the main character. How? Oh, Hal John. Hal John. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It could be a Green Lantern Corps movie instead of just about Hell's Okay. Yeah. My only concern with um, some stuff like that is, especially with Green Green Lantern, is that whilst I love Green Lantern, his uh, his story lines and stuff, it's it's a little bit Green Lantern's a little bit more Marvel than yeah. most DC characters like. The, Making big yeah, hammers yeah. out of nothing and yeah. all kinds of stuff, waking people. That's something Marvel would do. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's all—it's also got the dark storylines in it. 
Yep. But it's got that tinge of Marvel kind of stuff yep. in it, which, I mean, like, I mean, obviously you and me, we're joy- not being big Marvel guys, we're enjoying the darker, greedier yeah. Marvel stuff which is coming out. Because I, I love it when it's real. That's, that's what I love. Yeah, yeah. So so we're in, we're very much enjoying that at the moment. Um, and it's pretty much why I think I also liked the um, Captain America um, Civil War Civil trailer War. because, I mean, that battle between the Winter Soldier and mm. Captain America yeah. and Iron Man um, seemed pretty epic towards yeah. the end there. That would look pretty fucking good. And when you go back into the comic book lore and... I don't know how they're going to spin it in or whether they even do spin it in that the Winter Soldier actually, actually killed, Tony, killed Stark's, Tony Stark's parents. Because that could be one mo- a motive for Tony Stark to turn. Yeah, yeah, and I wonder, yeah, I wonder if they tie that in somehow or main, twist it somewhere. The main plot is that they're chasing Bucky, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I that's what I get gathered yeah. from the yeah, yeah. They're both trying to because the villains are, are each other. Yes, that's the yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where that all goes. But some of the characters that were portrayed in there were interesting to say the least the um that uh, scarlet witch yeah scarlet witch yep. scarlet witch so seeing her in the background uh was um because i actually completely forgot about her in the in the in the it, there uh, was just one clip of, of, of her flying off in the uh, in the trailer that's it yeah in the, in the new outfit yeah so so she's on captain america's team yeah the team's uh it is captain america bucky the war machine no, no. War Machine is Tony Stark. Oh, yeah. Cap's team is... Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, Captain America, Falcon, uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Ant-Man. Ant-Man is in the movie. Ant-Man's in the and movie. The same Ant-Man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Paul Rudd. Okay. Uh, Hawkeye. Ant-Man was going... Just, I, just, I just want to say this for the record because we're DC boys. Yeah. Ant-Man was a tremendously entertaining film yeah. for what it was. Yeah. Because Paul Rudd was... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the character that... Emily Van Camp played in uh, Winter Soldier, if you, if you remember. Oh, I actually saw that twice in the yeah. cinema. You know, we were speaking about how many films, films yeah. I said twice in the cinema. I've, I actually saw that twice in the cinema. Winter Soldier? Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, so that's Cap's team. Yeah. And then you got War Machine, uh, Iron Man, Black Panther, uh, Black Widow. Yeah, Black Panther. That's the character. I completely, when I first saw that, I completely... You forgot? I don't know what I did. But it wasn't until I saw like a like an article about it. Yeah. It's gone. What do you mean, Black Black, Black, Panther. Black Panther was in that trailer? Yeah, and then I've gone like, back and just gone. Hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute. I just go. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he's in it. And then you got Vision on yeah. Iron Man's team. Yeah. But if you think of a Vision, could just decimate the whole other team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'd be yeah, it'd be interesting <laughs> to see that? how they balance all that out. It's like, gee, you're oh, dead yeah. now. And Scarlet Witch. Um, it's not shown in the concept though. But yeah, Black Panther. Yeah. Um, his his outfit is supposed to be made of a, a vibranium mesh. Yes. Which means it's indestructible. Yeah. The same material that a Cap has for his shield. Yes. Yeah. See. And he's See. supposed to be one of the richest people in the world because he has vibranium in Wakanda. That's right. He does yeah. too. That's right. Yes. The uh, richest men in the world, which are there are a lot of in comic book world. Yeah. Bruce Wayne, Oliver Queen. Oliver Queen. Yeah. Tony Stark. Tony Stark. It'd be great if they all got together one day. Just even if they just made like a, just made like a TV special where they're all just in a cocktail bar somewhere yeah. and they're all just sitting down. Yeah, yeah. Hey, how's things going? I'm, I'm Oliver Queen. Just, just talking about the old times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it, it would be. Um, I mean, it'd be great 
for the future of Gotham is yep. like when they jump forward that they, yep. they do a crossover with Bruce Wayne and yep. Oliver Queen because in comic book land they do know one another. Yep. So that'd be an interesting crossover, but it seems a long way away for Gotham. Yep. Unless they do a story arc where they skip forward a few years in Bruce, Bruce Wayne's life. Because at the moment he's like 13 or 14. Yeah. So in comic book world, depending on depending on how they're treating it, if they're treating it like possible they do, they do with Supergirl yeah. where the Supergirl world is like Earth 3 or Earth 4 yeah. and like those characters may not necessarily be, be in it. Yeah. So, um, but if... Bruce Wayne and Oliver Queen are in the same world. And so you've got, technically there'll be a 14, 15 year old Oliver Queen in the, in, in, oh, yeah, in the yeah, Arrow yeah. world. Once they get to the same age, you can start doing some yeah. shit. Because, I mean, like, let's be honest, Arrow's uh, a kind of Batman with a shitty Batman yeah. with an arrow. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but uh, I still love the Green Arrow. Yeah. Got some of his, especially some of the graphic novels and stuff, are fantastic. It'd be good to see see them bring him to the big screen later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, so I'll yeah, so those are the big two trailers two trailers. They're both on the website rebelscumradio.com, yep. so you can check them out. And, and fo- don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram rebel.scum.radio. Yes, we had the dots. We got yeah. lots of dots. We had yeah. some um, people think that it was people funny. reading different things yeah. into our name. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, yeah, and uh, obviously we're also on Facebook and Twitter, Twitter. and um, you can also now get our podcast on, on iTunes, iTunes on Stitcher on SoundCloud and on TuneIn Radio. And pretty much because we're on iTunes, it'll pretty much pop up in any podcasting yep. app that you've got. So there's no excuse to not be listening. We know who you are. We've got the internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so let's. I'll quickly talk about the Gotham mid-season finale yep. and also the first part of the uh, Arrow-Flash crossover. crossover. So I'll start with the Arrow-Flash crossover yep. because we're halfway through and it's. I'll probably just give a... A bit of a brief view of it because it's not finished. Yeah. I don't know what the finale is. So, um, is although that, is that next week? No, it's today. Oh, today, okay. This podcast yeah. is delaying me watching it. You <laughs> <laughs> um, can take a break now. Yeah, we can take a break yeah. and watch it and come back. Yeah. But no, no, we'll finish off the podcast. Um, so yeah, so the first half, the crossover. Um, I've always got problems with crossovers, and it's been an issue with Flash Arrow yeah. crossovers all the time. Is that there's different tones to the show. Um, so the Flash is quite up and vibrant and colourful and energetic, while the Arrow is a little bit more that, Dark and gritty, that yeah. Batman feel to yeah. it. Um, so when Arrow, when uh, sorry, when Flash pops into the Arrow world, you kind of get um, this energy that's put into the Arrow world, which is a bit these cheeky one-liners and yeah. smiling and happiness, and it's kind of like breaks. breaks it the wave for yeah, yeah, it breaks the continuity of the yeah. show. Like for me, although it's great when they get it right, but it's right. So when they do the crossover, is it is it considered uh, an arrow or it, flash? It, it all, this is the episode. first. This is the first time. Like last year, they did like if it was an arrow show, flash would be in the arrow. Okay. And then if it was a flash show, arrow would be in the flash. Yeah. But in this uh, current series, they've done a two part episode where the first part is in. Is in arrow and the second part is in flash. Right, okay. So it's technically it's both yeah. like they're flash arrow. Yeah. So, which is good in a way. Um, 
because I guess hopefully when Arrow goes into Flash World tonight, that Flash World gets a bit gritty and dark. Yeah. So that's what I'm hoping for. Mm. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> but I, I think... Um, We've won the gritty stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's great crossovers that there could be in DC. Like Supergirl and Flash would be yep. a great crossover because they've got that same feel. Yep. So, and I think, um, like we said, if they could cross over Arrow and Gotham, then holy shit balls. Holy shit balls, Batman. Batman. Holy shit balls, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I, yeah, like I said, they have to do a yeah. flash forward to get that done because Oliver Queen's 28 now or something in the show. Yeah. So he's getting a bit old to be drinking drinking cocktails in the bar with 14-year-old Bruce Wayne. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, we've got the introduction of some Legends of Tomorrow characters yeah. with Hawkman and Hawkgirl. Rip Hunter. Yeah. Oh, well, not in not in this, but but in Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, yeah, there'll be Rip Hunter. But yeah, so they kind of introduced kind yeah. of the backstories as to why Hawkman and Hawkgirl are why they are. Like, cursed. You um, must say you must admit that uh, the costumes look pretty naff. pretty shit. Yeah, they're naff. Like budget, it's like cheap cosplay. But we kind of expected it after seeing the trailer from from um, from Legend of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. The special effects and everything was like, hey. <laughs> but I think um, yeah, um, it was good to get that backstory because I never paid much attention yeah. to them as characters. Um, so it's good to get that. I'll I'll probably buy some. Um, some comic books through yeah. the through yeah. their app and through the DC app and mm-hmm. get a little bit more backstory and feel for the characters. But um, yeah, it was. Uh, I think the highlight of the entire crossover so far has been the introduction of uh, of Vandal Savage as the villain, yep. which is that goes pretty good actually. Really good. Yeah. Like he's portrayed a super villain here, like just what like his yeah. typical DC yeah. villain, like just overpowered. Like how the fuck are they going to beat this guy? <laughs> Jesus Christ! He's been living for the past how many years? Since since the beginning of time. Well, I mean, they brought in they brought in um, a Malcolm Merlin, who's now Ra's al Ghul, yep. and they kind of filled in that story that yep. yeah, he's possibly been alive since the start of time. Yeah. So, and um, yeah, so it's an interesting story arc. We don't know where it concludes because we're fucking in the middle of it, and we're doing this podcast. Yep. But um, but uh, we'll definitely um, do a little wrap up article and put that up on the website tomorrow. Yep. Or the next day, one yep. of the two. So you can check that out. But the big story this week for me, Gotham, 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 Gotham. Gotham. <laughs> so um, all you Gotham watchers out there will know season one was scratchy at best. It was CSI Gotham pretty much, uh, just following Jim Gordon's uh, trials and tribulations. He was like through... David Caruso of, of Gotham. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He really, really literally, literally was, <laughs> literally, literally. So, um, yeah, so it was, um, season one was, it had a couple of really good story arcs with that hinted Joker yeah. and some of the villains and stuff, but season two is where it's really kicked off and they've obviously given it the tagline, the rise of the rise of the villain. Yep. And they've um, really developed uh, the Penguin a lot more, although yep. they're still a little bit characterish rather than going really deep into their in, into their psyche. Riddler's really picked up out of nowhere in the last your, three or four Your favourite character. My favourite villain, the Riddler. Villain, and, sorry. And this guy, the guy, I've, I've, I've actually forgotten the actor's name, but he is... Oh, I know they don't usually use TV actors who no, play in the films. Because they made it clear they wouldn't uh, yeah. mix TV with... Yeah, but movies. he's really good, like... 
he's up there. Like I love the nineteen sixties yeah. Riddler, the one with Adam West. Yeah, yeah. he had a little bit of uh, psychosis yeah. and crazy to him. What about Jim was... Carrey? Yeah, I discussed Jim <laughs> Carrey last week. I discussed Jim Carrey last week. Um, I, I think <sighs> I mentioned to you earlier that uh, Neil Patrick Harris mentioned in a tweet that he was oh, yes. up, up for the character if they brought it to the big Damn screen. straight, I'm up for that. Against Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck versus Doogie Howser. Let's bring it on. A sequel to Gone Girl. Yes, <laughs> yes. See, 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 see. But, um, yeah, no, I've, uh, I'd have no problem with that. Um, yeah, I'd like to see. He seems right. Just like, as much as I dislike Ryan Reynolds as, yeah. as uh, the Green Lantern for Deadpool, he's spot on. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So, yeah, um... Yeah, so Gotham Season 2 has brought in, uh, really built up the Penguin yeah. and the Riddler, and uh, they've brought in a, a, a villain yeah. of their own, well, not, not so much of their own making, that, from what I understand, but I don't think there's a long and storied history in Theo Gallivan. I've kind of been looking yeah. on the uh, Google machine, yeah, because I wasn't sure where he came from. And um, so the story is Theo Gall- Gallivan is from an old family um, called the DeMonts, who at the origins of Gotham kind of ruled the city with the Wayne family. And the Wayne family kind of uh, shonking them out of the yeah. the picture and took everything. And this is back in the day when Gotham was was like just a pile yeah. of dirt roads yeah. and saloon bar and and hookers on the corner <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. So um, pretty much like it is today. So um, um, yeah. So uh, yeah. So I guess the arc of the story is like this uh, uh, family that was wronged is coming back to right. Yep. The story, right the wrongs of the past, and that the last son of the Wayne family is Bruce so Wayne. He is considered as the last man, isn't he? He is the last Wayne. He's the last one. Yeah. He's the last Wayne, and the and the they've got this weird ass prophecy thing with all these monks and these crazy robes yeah. and stuff, and they've got to kill the last son of Gotham. That sounds it. similar to the the Court of Old. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, and speaking of Court of Old, like uh, within this episode, uh, Bruce Wayne's actually in a cell and uh is that to protect him uh no no he's actually been caught and okay. he's pretty much like a death row he's sitting there and he's he's actually giving him a very nice white robe he looks quite nice okay. and, <laughs> um and yeah he's sitting there in his robe and um uh he's speaking there with a young girl called silver who's silver demont she's from mm-hmm. the demont family and um uh, anyway, there's these various stories lined about through bruce and silver silver yeah. was kind of deceiving him the entire time yeah. Because um, Theo Gallivan's trying to trick him into giving his company. Mm. So um, anyway, they were sitting there talking, and uh, they're two fourteen-year-old kids, and they're just talking about stuff. Well, watch, watch your favorite animal, Bruce. Owls. 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 <laughs> so like that's the first uh, hint that um, the uh, owls are coming, and then he becomes Owl Man. Owl Man in another dimension. Yeah. So so we'll see what happens there. It'll be interesting. Um, yeah, uh, very interesting uh, uh, conclusion. They introduced some uh, new villains towards the end uh, with uh, Hugo Strange and uh, and also Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Cool body. It's a bitter harvest. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so no Arnie this time. Very yeah. disappointing. Um, no Jim Carrey taking over the Riddler role. Yeah. Um, there had been early on in this uh, first half of the season. Um, they did introduce Harvey Dent. Oh yeah, yeah. So, um, so I don't know where Two Face kind of comes into the story later on. We'll see. Mm. So I hope they don't 
do it like they did uh, to Tommy Lee Jones' character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like shit. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Even even in um, Dark Knight, Two Face was a little bit. You know how he just kind of had mangled skin. Yeah, yeah mangled skin. Yeah. Kind of shit, but I prefer to look where it's kind of like exactly to the middle, right halfway. <laughs> like he's got like half suit and half something else going on. Like that's the business yeah. as far as I'm concerned. But um, um, even if it's like half pristine suit yeah. and half tattered, yeah. Like that'd that'd do it for me. I'd be happy with that. But um, yeah, they also hinted at some Joker story arcs earlier on in the season. Um, actually, a few of them, like origin story, origin story but of Joker. They should just leave the origin out of the picture because that's that's what makes the Joker special. Nobody knows where he came from. Yeah, and I tend to agree with you, yeah. but um, I'm pretty much sure the showrunners do not Don't, agree with yeah. you, <laughs> and um, they're going to define a or, an origin story for Batman, oh, uh, for for the Joker. Joker. Sorry, yeah, for the Joker. So it's going to happen. We're going to know. But it'll just be one. Maybe he's Bruce's long-lost brother. Yeah, it could be. I mean, like the portrayal of... Uh, there's a character called Jerome yeah. in Gotham who, who came through and uh, he was very much the caricature. He had the red hair and the yeah. laugh and the lips. Um, and he, if you're going to do a classic Joker, then he was the one. But uh, uh, Theo Gallivan finished him off. Spoiler alert. Sorry about that if you haven't seen it. But yeah, um, so that arc got killed off, but yeah. there's still other arcs left open. And I think the main story arc with the Joker left open was that um, was that um, Theo Gallivan used uh, Jerome as a, like an icon of mm-hmm. chaos yep. and and villainy that scared the scared the people of of yep. of Gotham, yep. but also was an inspiration mm. to other villains within the yep, things. Yep. So one of those inspirations, I think, will end up being will be inspiring a young Joker, and they'll and they'll bring him through. Mm. So there, we'll there's a crazy theory that uh, the Joker is actually Bruce Wayne from the future, where he has to come back. <laughs> well, he's come back with the Flash. No, he has, he has to come back <laughs> to kill his parents so that he would become Batman. Oh, because in the future he wasn't Batman, he and he had to become Batman to oh. save the world. That's a fair arc. Yeah, I'm going to try and find that theory. That's Jesus Christ. Theory. That's up there with the Jar Jar Binks yeah. Sith thing going on here. And then after he kills the parents, like, he goes... What if what if Jar Jar Binks is the, is the um, Joker? <laughs> Don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> you just never know. You just never know. We do not speak of Jar Jar Binks on this podcast. Anyway, that's um that's a little recap. You can yep. check out um you can check out uh, reviews of those two uh, the finales and also the crossover yep. on rebelscum.com. So I'll be up there. Also on rebelscum.com, dot com. You can check out our review of Marvel's Jessica Netflix Jones. special Jessica Jones. Oh, I fucking loved it. So good, wasn't it? So damn good. So damn good. It's like a breath of fresh air. Oh, it was like, yeah, 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 it was. And, and mainly because of David Tennant. Oh, damn, yeah. d- damn straight. Like we were commenting, we needed to issue an apology. Yeah. Last week, me and Jono may have made a rash statement yeah. that all Marvel oh, villains are, are shit. shit. Are shit. We may have made that comment. But Kilgrave, he, Kilgrave redeemed, redeemed slash Mr. Yeah. Purple, although they never referred to him as such. I don't think. Uh, well, in the in the comics, uh, he has uh, purple skin. That's why they call him Mister Purple. Yeah, and I think for a moment, oh, is this a spoiler? Are we spoiling it for people? At the moment, at the very end, 
right. when he gets super angry, he 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 gets all purpley and veiny for a second. Mm. He purple he purple veins up, but then he goes back to normal again, which was a nice little effect. It only lasted yeah, for maybe yeah, a second, yeah. but it was good. But let's go back to the very start. Yeah, so yeah, he's in the comics. He has purple skin. Yeah, because he gets doused by some chemical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. He used to he used to be a spy. And then on one of the missions, he got this stuff all, on him. Yeah, got all chemical. He got got chemical, all Joker Yeah, quite a common common um, trait with villains. I seem to be falling they, into vats of dangerous chemicals. That's how they chemical. come up with the villains. They start yeah. writing this. Oh, well, what do we do to give him the powers? Uh, just chuck him. Just in chuck a, some nuclear waste on him. Chuck him in a nuclear waste. <laughs> put him in a vat of chemicals. <laughs> He'll be fine. He'll come out better for it. Yeah, and that's how he gets his his. Uh, the power to control people, but yeah, but he has to speak it out. His commands, he can't just control it like Xavier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, in the show, it turns out that, uh, like his 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 father, I think, explains that it's actually a virus. Yeah, that he that he emits within yeah. a short range that lets him control yeah. people. So, so it's all very interesting. That was really good. And the one, th- yeah, the tone. The, the tone, because I, I was worried before it started, I didn't think that it would live up to the de- standard of Daredevil. Oh, Dead Daredevil yeah. was off the hook. Yeah. I thought it'd be like this Ali McBeal kind of funny uh, TV show. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I it, wasn't... It, it still had a bit of humor, which is good. It was it was different in a... It was different and better in a different yeah. way. Because Daredevil was very... Um, very dark. Very dark and physical. Like I think the fight scenes and stuff yeah. were much better in Daredevil. The yeah, the choreography was much better yeah. uh, in Daredevil than in uh, Jessica yeah, Jones. Yeah. But the tone of the character, the, the characters in Jessica Jones are much more broken yep. than than even Daredevils yeah. were. So, and there was a nice little tie-in with the Night Nurse in the last few episodes. Of, yeah, I don't think that was pretty that was cool. Good. That was good. So, yeah, but um, yeah, just the tone and feel of I mean, like we're not Marvel boys by any no. stretch of the imagination. Like I. I didn't know Jessica Jones before I heard about the show. To be honest, I'd heard of it before, but not in depth. Yeah, so, so it was good. It's, and, and she gets her powers too from some nuclear waste. That yeah, 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 yeah. In the comics, yeah. Yeah, and it was. It wasn't until after where I kind of went through a little bit more in depth to find yeah. out more about the characters that um, that the Hellcat was in there and all kinds of. But it's it's kind of odd because she's supposed to have the super strength, but then in some scenes people just. Yeah, just bash it. Yeah, it's kind of like then, she, and then like, oh yeah, she can fly, and then it's yeah. kind of like like this one scene where she actually flies away. And whoosh, yeah, but that's the only time she yeah. uses it. I'm just like, and then in other scenes she could have done it too, but she yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, yeah, and just there's always that thing where it's kind of like where she's got that chance yeah. and just just kill this guy. Yeah, you can do it right yeah. now. You can do it. Well, wish she needed him, which really? I, which I kind of like because yeah. a little bit of Riddler in yeah, it. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like you, you know you could just kill him now. There's going no, I'm going to sit yeah. on a elaborate trap. But she needed to wait <laughs> to use it for the. Well, I'm not going to spoil it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you can tell. I mean, yeah. if you haven't seen it on Netflix now, then yeah, I mean, if you, they would have seen it. Yeah, they would have seen it. And anyone that's anyone that hasn't seen it probably wouldn't listen to this podcast no. anyway. No, because I wouldn't care. So, yeah, so we can kind of spoil it a bit. But what stood out the most was from the whole thing was the motive of uh, Kilgrave. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like he was going to, oh, I'm going to control the world. Uh, I want to dominate the yeah, city. Yeah. He just he just loved Jessica. Yeah, he had one focus. And, and that, he just wanted to get uh, Jessica uh, back. It was quite refreshing yeah. for a villain because, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, I was blown away at how good it was. 
Because I didn't. I, I, maybe it's because I didn't go in expecting much. Yep. But yeah, just the the strength of the character, yep. the the ensemble that surrounds her with Luke Cage. Luke Cage, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really interesting. Luke Cage, he was pretty good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's obviously lo- leading into um, Luke Cage and Iron Fist, Iron Fist. T- 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 Luke, as well. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss, her character in the comics is a male. Yep. And he's the attorney to Danny is it Rand. Yeah, Danny Rand, so. yeah. Who's Iron Fist. Yeah, so that's going to be good. Yeah. And also, obviously, I don't think there's any fixed um, air date for Daredevil Season 2 yet. I think it's April. It's in April. Yeah. They haven't fixed so that'll yet. be with... Um, the, the Punisher. The Punisher. I actually, actually, that's another thing. I, I, like last week, where I said oh, I'm not a Marvel boy. When I yeah. actually thought about it, I just going, hang on a minute, I fucking love the Punisher. But we love the dark ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all the dark, really, like all the. Effectively, it's the DC characters who, who 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 happen to be yeah. in Marvel. Also, I looked into who owns Phantom last week. Phantom actually was with DC for a few years. Was it during the the time they made the movie? No, with no, Billy Lane? no. I don't think so. I don't in think the so. Tight but it's, it's only a few. It's it's a yeah. It's a shame. It's a. I mean, like all the comic, like they're still making heaps of comic books. I was in news out the other day. I remember that as a kid, where he had the skull on his yeah uh, yeah yes. skull ring. And there were, there were, I was looking, and here in Australia, we don't. You have to kind of we we really need. Yeah. We've got a few specific stores where you yeah. can get comic books. If you yeah. go down the milk bar, you've. Yeah, we don't have much comic books here in Australia. No, you're pretty much yeah. at the moment. It's kind of like even when I got like you just got the Phantom. Yeah. And that's pretty much it because yeah. there was like five different editions of the Phantom down down there. <laughs> just like, oh, I can start reading this again. Yeah. So yeah, so, um, so yeah, they had the rights and then yeah, yeah, well they didn't. Yeah, they bought the rights yeah. and then and then they were they were, um they let them go again. So I don't know why. If they had it now. Yeah, so hopefully I'm going to do some little research and see who's doing, who's got it, and what they're doing with yeah, it. That would be a great Netflix show. Yeah, yeah. Superb. Well, there was a horrible Phantom TV series for a little while. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Oh. It was kind of a little bit like, um, oh, trying to think, a little bit like Phantom and MacGyver kind of yeah. wrapped, wrapped in the one. It was a bit <laughs> shit. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was like a six part thing and. Uh, Started off with this kid in suburban New oh, New God. York or Brooklyn or something, and then he finds out all this shit about his family. He ends up in the jungles. It's like, oh, what is this shit? <laughs> like just so poorly made. Yeah. Just like everything they've ever done, filmed anything with the Phantom. Yeah, always shit. been poorly made. It's just, like just give to Netflix. They got the right formula. Just one guy. Even even if it was Michael, I'd even accept Michael Bay. Yeah. <laughs> even if Michael Bay <laughs> got his hold, no, I'd accept it <laughs> just because. At least it'd be big and epic yeah. if Michael Bay got his hands on it. Lots of explosions. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, speaking of of directors and stuff and things we need to do, yeah. we need. I'm going to go into the the cinema on on the 17th when we see Star Wars. Yeah. JJ Abrams. I'm going to do a lens flare count. We I'm should be the first flare. ones to to. We're going to be the first but ones in did, the world to did, publish did, did, a did lens flare. Did you see anywhere see any uh, any lens flares in the trailers? That one where they um. Kylo Ren standing at the oh, thing yeah, and yeah, got yeah, that big yeah, red yeah. lens flare. So I'm going to do a count. I'm going to have a little That's pad a and a pen. And then as soon as I get out, I'm going to publish it out there, how many lens flares there were. Maybe, maybe he didn't have... Maybe that's just the only lens flare in the movie. Well, they see he, he said he's toned it down, yeah. which for J.J. Abrams means there's maybe 50 lens flares. Yeah. In the- <laughs> <laughs> Every time a lightsaber comes out, lens, yeah, lens, lens flare. flare. Lens flare. Oh, oh, we've got a light on stage. Lens flare. 
<laughs> so, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see how we'll see how that goes. Uh, so that's the pretty much um, everything we've got with um, movies and stuff. We have got a little bit. Actually, we spoke last week about this. We spoke about hoverboards. Yep. And um, y- you were quite adamant that hoverboards were 100 percent real. They were yeah, active. but it turns out it's not. Yeah, I mean you're close. I mean the the hoverboard that we saw on film actually was going around that yep. skate park. Yep. But the skate park had a magnetic surface underneath all the which, which concrete and stuff. So which, which they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So technically, technically, if you had an arena where um, an, an area play like, I mean, you still need a skate, like a skate park. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you still need a you still need a ramp or something yep. to use a skateboard. Yep. You just need a magnetic ramp yep. to use a hoverboard. So it's here. It's here. They're but, actually here. But you can't just... But it, it wasn't as high as you expect, no. like in Back to the Future. Like no, and you can't inch, just... Was it an inch or two inches? Yeah, you can't just steal it off a kid and no. wander down the streets no. and do it. Unless in the future they they do do magnetic roads for flying cars. Yeah. So that's how cars move. So it was created by Lexus mainly to promote mm. the next yeah. car that's coming up. Yeah. I mean, it could be a possibility in the future yeah. because... Eventually, and, and they they actually hired another company to create that. Yeah, it wasn't created. By yeah, Lexus, yeah, yeah, yeah. And possibly in the future, in the well, not too distant future, if we do at some point run out of oil, yeah. what, it takes a shitload of oil yeah. to make to make rubber tires. Yeah. So they'll have to go to synthetic oils for for engines and stuff, yeah. which means they may have to get ditch tires and yeah. make put superconductors on the cars. Well, just make just make the bitumen a superconductor, yeah. and then you just you hoverboarding to work. Yes, so, so that, that's how it works. Like. Uh, the superconductor uh, creates yeah, it's just like the positive, friction, positive, yeah, positive between all the magnets, and the, and you got to have the uh, liquid. Uh, sorry, not the, the liquid. yeah, the liquid is it liquid nitrogen, nitrogen in the core? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So every time you run out of nitrogen, that's that's, that's it. it. That's when it stops. That's that is it. That is it. So there we go. Pro- yeah. The answer has been solved. They are real, but not real. But not real. Only to a confined space. Real. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. C. Uh, We're going to take a break. After the break, we're coming back with another section of Paranormal News. All about Travis Walton. And this song is out to Jim Bob and Trish. Yes. Another dedication. Another dedication. This is actually... Love song dedication. Yeah, love songs are dedications. When you look back on this after your wedding, you're going to go, damn, those two guys on that podcast are good to me. (laughs) Damn, they they really care. They've dedicated this this podcast to you. Yes, all all the music in this podcast is dedicated to the nuptials of Jim Bob and. You were the chosen one.
trapped on a Death Star. Just call my name and I'll hyperspeed where you are. We'll find the Empire side by side. And when we win, we'll raise our fists and shout out Rebel Pride. Sci-fi adventure was made for you and me. And darling, can't you see? Welcome back to Rebel Scum Radio. Uh, it's now time again. It's paranormal time. It's paranormal time. Demonstrate it is. So, um, for those of you that don't know, you may have missed episode one and uh, what this podcast is all about. It's about fucking absolutely anything geek. Geek. And. Well, I don't think paranormal is naturally geek, but um, off uh, off the beaten path. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, um one of those topics that we'll be covering will be UFOs and one of the most famous UFO, UFO cases abductions of all time. Yeah. Yeah, and probably the most probably the most credible, the most documented. Def- definitely, yeah. definitely. It's um um we we for those of you who don't we're talking about the Travis Walton case yeah. from 1975. So that's had a film Travis Walton. Travis Walton. Does he speak the truth? Does he? Does he speak the truth? Um for those of you who may go off and and uh, study this afterwards. Um, there's a film out there called Fire in the Sky. Uh, leave that to last. Yeah. Um, Just watch the documentary first. Watch the documentary about the, we're about to talk about. That's yeah. Travis Walton. Just a true story of Travis yeah. Walton. So um, it's an interesting tale which uh, leaves one wondering what actually happened. Because um, he'd been missing for five days. Yeah, it did. So the, the story goes... Uh, Travis Walton and um, his best friend Mike Rogers were working up up in the forest outside of a small they had town. A, a login contract. They had a login contract. Um, and in Snowflake. Snowflake. And, and this this is back in 1975. Yeah, November of 1975. November 1975 yeah. So November 1975, they were working as loggers outside of Snowflake in Arizona. So uh, 
Mike Rogers and Travis Walton were best friends. And then there was another five guys that they contracted in yep. to help them do work. So they'd spent a day out there logging. Um, they're actually struggling, struggling to fulfill their contract at the end. Uh, yep. They're running out of time. Um, and that's an important factor for later on in the story, which is why I raise it now. Yep. But um, it was later. Was it, was it a big contract? Um, well, I guess for them it would be yeah. like, um, I know, like, I guess when you're working your mortgage and all that stuff yep. relies on it. Yep. So, um, yeah, so they were leaving at 6 p.m. that night, which in that case is kind of like a sunset yep. type deal. So they were traveling back to Snow Lake, Arizona, all seven of them in the vehicle, and they spotted a strange light um, through the trees um, and strange yellow light. And but, Travis just jumps out of the car. Well, they actually drove over to check out get a little bit close, and close to it yeah. and they saw what it was and Travis exited the car to go that's and have what a look I at it. strange where he just jumps up and starts running to it. Yeah, it's a strange part of the story. Because if you see something like that, you yeah. think twice about just yeah. running to it. Yeah. I mean, there is there is a background when you investigate a little bit further where actually um, the Walton family, his parents and stuff, they had had experiences with Before. UFOs in the past. Okay. So, may, and... The, and they talk about it in a, in a way where it's um, most people associate UFOs with negatives yeah. and being scared of them. Yeah. Whilst the Waltons were quite positive about yeah. it, they're very much um, uh, well. For those of you who know a little about ufology, they're, they're kind of like the Stephen Greer type believer type movement that's kind of mm. crept into ufology yeah. rather than any kind of scientific yeah. fact behind it. Kind of yeah, if we sit in if we sit in this. This, uh, this trapezium this made, of, made of crystals, the aliens are coming to find us. But first, you have to pay $2,000 for, the, yeah, you pay for two, the trip up the mountain. $2,000 for... Yeah, yeah. so uh, there are people in ufology which I think are yeah. shams. One of them is Stephen Greer. Yeah. Uh, one of them, who I don't think started out that way but now is, is Stan Friedman. Yep. He's just never gotten anywhere with his investigation into Roswell. Yep. Like, anywhere. Like... He's kept presenting inf- information, yep. but it's never proved the damn thing in Farrah's time. It's all anecdotal or, or questionable. Yep. Like, it's just, it's not real. Um, there's other people. Uh, David Icke. David Icke and his reptilian the stories. Reptilian the reptilian story, lords. Um, he is um, a charlatan, yeah. to say the least. And, um, and there's also, some would probably pull me up on this, but... Um, Nick Pope. Um, really? I've... He... I guess because I see him so often associated with uh, Stan Friedman. Mm. And even... even and, and he appears a lot on the Ancient Aliens show. Yeah, yeah, and he's repeating the stories over again. He's not presenting anything new. And even this Rendlesham Forest yeah. case, which is another one, another famous case, yeah. which we'll talk about another time, is questionable. But, yeah, going back to... Going back to the family, and um, so they were so they were a set of believers in the UFO thing yep. before the UFO appeared. Yep. Um, uh, so now we now we get into the realm of um, now we get into the realm of of whether or not it was a hoax. Yep. So after after the after the UFO came, and Travis Walton ran out of the truck, and he was standing. Allegedly standing beneath the UFO. He was struck by a beam. Struck, he was struck by a beam and thrown back maybe 15, 20 and, feet. Yep. At this, and, 
yep. they saw him levitate after that. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. The beam levitated yeah. him off the ground, then dropped him back, yeah. back down. At this point, uh, Mike Rogers and the other five guys in the truck just drove off. Got the hell out yeah. of Dodge City. They just planted the foot to the ground and got out of there, which is um, has been a question mark over the case for a while. Like, why wouldn't you? Why would you? Yeah. Why, why wouldn't you, you go fan, check? Yeah. But I guess. I guess if those five weren't into UFOs, like they would have been yeah. in a panic and say, yeah. "Oh, they're going to kill us too." Yeah. Like you killed him. They they, they know that we're here. Let's just try and get away and save our own lives. If if you assume yeah. that, that 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 he's dead. Yeah. So uh, they went. They drove all the way back into town. Then went back later um, to see he was there, and he was gone. His body was his body was was missing. So um, but, uh, the sheriff didn't come with them. At- First time they were no, no, no. Yeah. They went back up afterwards yeah. by themselves, yeah. and then it wasn't until the next morning that um, that the sheriff yeah. and the rest of them they went up, um, they went up to check the site, and it was they checked the forest for five days trying to look for sign of Travis Walton and found nothing. This includes sniffer dogs and and all kinds of stuff. And they combed the whole forest. Comb the, they combed the whole forest. They actually split the workers up in the groups yeah. to so they. So they say, oh, and we we'll ask him, well, where did you bury the body? Yeah. Where have you hide the body? Like, thought, like accusing them of killing yeah, him, effectively. Yeah. Yeah. Even even their own uh, own families thought that they'd killed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, and uh, I mean, the entire township kind of turned on them a little yeah. bit. For it's a small township, yeah. a very tight community, so they couldn't, they couldn't even get work anymore. No, yeah. no, no, they were done. So um, so they endured this for five days, um, and then uh, on the fifth day. Travis returns. He calls his brother. He calls his brother. Yeah. And uh, they go and pick him up. And um, he is malnourished. Um, His beard had grown. His beard had grown. um, And he was disorientated. He didn't know where he was or what had happened. He had no memory of what had happened to him at the time. And by this time, the reporters were surrounding the whole family. Yeah. Yeah. So it had been big news, like worldwide news. Like... um, one of the reviews here that what, when we were researching yeah. this case a little bit further, like um, an Australian journalist, an Australian journalist uh, from the Age here in Melbourne actually went across to um, Snowflake to check out the situation yeah. and interview the people and actually actually interviewed Travis Walton and the guys there and and um, yeah, yeah actually offered them money. Yeah, for the first interview. Yeah, exactly, and and that's one of the one of the things that brings this into question is. Yeah. Um, whether or not it was all done a hoax for cash and also... Because he was trying to outbid, uh, was it 60 Minutes? They were trying to sleep yeah, in it. Yeah, it. there's Nashville Inquirer. Yeah. And the story goes that they wouldn't speak to anyone yeah. that wasn't willing to give them money for their See, case. that's questionable. It is. It is questionable. But then you also see the pictures of Travis Walton and the gang holding up $2,000 checks yeah. and stuff in the paper. And like, is it true or not? I mean, like... It, if, you, if you want to get the, the truth out there, you wouldn't be thinking about cash well that's true yeah that's uh, that's uh, that's 100 yeah. right like if you if you wanted to maintain your credibility yeah. then you wouldn't worry about cash yeah and also there's there's also the question mark over them obviously they were unable to fulfill their contract mm. so um so they couldn't fulfill their contract so they kind of got out of that yeah um with the ufo incident yeah they're yeah. getting they were getting cash from media outlets and he refused to do any interviews, yeah? Yeah, he refused, to do, he refused to do interviews with... If they weren't paid. If, if they weren't paid and if they weren't, um, if they weren't sympathetic to his yeah. story. Yeah. So they had to be effectively believers in his, in his story. Yeah. If they're going to start a 
questioning its its veracity, then yeah. then he wouldn't speak to him. And his brother was quite um, was quite violent to well, quite vocally um, adamant about that with different yeah. different members of the media. So um, so then it came to the point where um, they had to prove their story with the, the lie detectors. With lie detectors. Yeah. So it, it it goes to the point where um, where where all of the uh, all of the crew took um, polygraphs um, by um, a polygraph expert called Cy Gilson. Yep, it was in the town, and he, and he did them, and they and they all passed. They all passed. And there was one that wasn't the key question, but they didn't mention that before that set of polygraph yep. tests. There was another polygraph polygraph test done by uh, John McCarthy. Um, now this, the results of this polygraph test were kept secret. This was this wasn't even documented at all. No, no, it was, it was actually um, quietened, quietened down and, and kept under wraps for some reason. Yep. Well, we don't know why, but um, yeah, but and and they fa- he, he miserably failed that test. That was the word that was used. Miserably yeah. failed. Was, um, was this like within days after they found him? Um, yeah, yeah, it was. Um, like the cover up was was um, released by Philip J. Class, like after, like a year after. Do you think it could be because that he was disoriented? Or... Well, it's, it's, it, it could also be like, according according to the story, like the more they questioned them, um, uh, their story just because they were separated from the yeah. group, their story fell apart very quickly. Mm. And um, so maybe after a period of time when they yeah. sat down yeah. with the other guys and got a solid story to, mm. t- together, maybe they figured out a way. I mean, polygraphs aren't fully yeah. ac- accurate anyway. Yeah. And, and the question is always is, if you believed it happened yeah. in your head, like if he was a true UFO believer yeah. and he believed that and he made himself believe yeah. it, then you probably pass polygraph yeah. test if you think you believe it. So, um, but... Uh, under the questioning uh, with his initial test by John McCarthy, um, he he miserably failed. So the so the story the story of the entire Travis Walton thing is 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 um, is one he's repeatedly tried to control the media to control the story. Yep. Um, so there's only one narrative really coming out. It, even this documentary seems pretty biased. To it, 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 it is. It's very much the Travis Walton side of the story, yeah. which I, which is what it openly is. That's yeah. what he openly states yeah. it is. Like it's, it's not a balanced story with him, and, with him and the debunkers. Yeah, he wouldn't have appeared if it wasn't. No, and yeah, about him. And fair enough. If it did really happen, if it did really happen, like he's been accused of being a hoax and a fraud yeah. by these guys. So why would you include them in there yeah. anyway? Yeah. I mean, like. Why would you give them the time of day? You're trying to tell your story without yep. that in there, yep. and they tend to have a louder voice and more pull amongst the greater populace. Like yep. most people say, "Oh, abducted by UFOs." Yes. Have another drink. <laughs> 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 have another scotchy, scotchy, scotchy. <laughs> so, um, so it's a very interesting um, outcome, especially when you think about it in the sense that. Um, that there's firstly the myth that Travis Walton never failed a lie detector test, which yeah. which isn't true. Um, the and fact then, that he would only talk to believers or paying members of, of the media. Yep. So these are all red flags in in my book. Um, 
that the cover up of the original polygraph was was um, was released later, and then after he released that, Philip J. Class was accused of paying being stupid, was paying stupid off. 10, 10, to which, say that it was a hoax. Yeah, say it was a hoax. Yeah. And that was completely proven to yeah. be not the case. So that, that never happened? Never happened. And that was proven not to yeah. have happened. So that's another red flag yeah. that there's narratives being built around yeah. that which aren't true. Um, and, and the fact that they were coming close to the end of their login. Coming contract. close to the end of their login contract, contract, which they looked like they couldn't fulfill, so they yeah. needed money and, and a lot of money quick. Yeah. So, but how much do you think they've made back then? Well... Um, I think the national the money they got initially from the National Enquirer, like straight away, was quite a bit. Yeah. And then um, there was a like a ten thousand dollar reward or something that was kind of um, that was kind of out at the National Enquirer at the time. Yeah. I think that if you could prove you had a UFO, a legit UFO story, yeah. we give you this cash. Mm. And so I, I think they gave rather than, I think they gave each of the members two and a half thousand or something. But we'll put the articles in the show notes. I'm not yeah. sure of. Of that number, so and just even have make the picture clear. where they're holding up the the checks. Yes, smiling. Yes, and we'll put that. Yeah. We'll we'll actually add that picture. Um, we'll actually do a second part yep. to the Travis Walton review, yep. and um, and um, we'll put all the debunking inf- information out in a simple format yep. for everyone to check out. But there'll be links to all this in the yep. show notes as well. So, and obviously, also the other red flag is that that um, the the Walton family had a a, of- a, a pre-held belief yep. that UFOs existed. That um, and that they were coming to Earth to bring happiness and joy, and they weren't going to hurt Travis yep. because when because when his mother was interviewed um, after he went missing, just goes, "Oh, yeah, I'm I'm not worried. They're not going to hurt Travis. They're going to send him back. They'll they'll, they'll send him back. He'll be fine." His story about uh, what happened inside there is pretty crazy too. Oh yeah, he woke up and he was on this platform table, yeah, more like a operating table. Yeah, yeah. And then the beans were around him. Yeah. And he gets up and he grabs an instrument and tries to ward them off. Yeah. And then he runs through a hallway. Uh, is that when he comes to... He goes into another room. Yeah. I re- There's some kind of chance that he may have accidentally inhaled some ayahuasca out the woods or something. <laughs> and that was all. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just a massive trip. He's just like, went around the woods. Oh, this is cool. But yeah, I mean, like... Yeah, the Travis Walton documentary, the new yeah. one, which I, I'm going to say, even if it is a, a hoax or a fake, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. It's one of the the best made UFO documentaries I've yeah. seen in quite a, a long time, and it's um, it's still, even though there's all these question marks which can be raised about, yeah. the fact is that he they actually did pass uh they did pass a a lie detector test, um. And then you've also got the point that like, no one's ever really proved where he was those yeah. five days. No one's been able to. He did lose all that weight yeah. through those five days yeah. as long as he had the beer growth. Um, so it's an interesting case to say the least. And one that I, like I write off a lot of UFO cases yeah. after a while when I see the evidence where you've, we've got a lot of anecdotal evidence. But in this case, you've actually got some kind of physical evidence in that You've actually got a period of missing time, yeah, where he's disappeared, where they combed the whole area, and where they combed the whole area, and where and where sniffer dogs couldn't pick up scent. Yeah. Where I mean, if you're wandering around the woods, those yeah. dogs are going to pick up scents. Yeah. So, um, so it will be interesting to see um, 
if they ever find out what's going on. I, I don't think they will. I think I, I think in 10 years' time, I'm going to get sick of this case yeah. just like I did with Roswell and just say, yeah. never going to be a conclusion. Um, and um, all the witnesses will slowly die off and I'll just become legend. And he still does a bit of conventions here and there. He does a lot of yeah. conventions and obviously he's done this documentary. Yeah. Um, there are lots of... Um, there's lots of his... Uh, presentations and speeches on YouTube yep. about his experience. Um, there's also a lot of really good uh, interviews with him like in the days just after he came back. Yep. Like there's, I think there's a 24 minute interview on YouTube just like that wasn't long after yep. he come back. Yep. And you've got to frame that in within what we know now is yep. that he probably got money for that. Yep. So, and that the people who were interviewing him were probably framing his story in a positive way. So you've got to filter it out yep. with that. So you've got to understand that as well. So, um, yeah, so in the positive side of the story, um, in terms of positive for Travis Walton's side of the story, um, all the allegations of a hoax, no one has brought forward any proof that it was a hoax. So there's no hard facts that it was a hoax it's just all oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. he accepted money and all that kind of stuff but maybe he's just in a situation where he thought it was oh oh i'm going to be portrayed as crazy or anyway um if he was in the ufos yeah. he'd know that national Enquirer paid yeah. paid for stuff let's just get some cash out yeah. of it anyway there's still no hard evidence to prove that it's a hoax. yeah yeah so there's still no hard evidence to prove it's a hoax i mean there's stuff like saying oh yeah yeah you failed it and you hid the yeah. you hid the you hit the test, but is that hard evidence? Yeah. When you pass another test? No. It's just And not just one you pass a few. Yeah. And it's conflicting evidence. Yeah. So it's something to take into account when you yeah. and that's the entire thing with this case. It's this balancing yeah. act either way that you could go either way. Which is kind of annoying. Yeah. Because <laughs> you just want to me like uh, I'm gonna say, look, I want to believe this yeah. story's true. Because I'd, I'd, I'd oh, uh, me too. I'd like, I'd, I'd want there to be aliens. Out yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I, like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, I want there to be, but I mean, I'm not going to blindly believe it either. Like, no. a lot of people do. Got to do your research, people. Got to, you, yeah. You've got to, you've just got to critically think about yeah. things and why people do certain things. So, there's also, as we spoke before, just despite almost 50 volunteers with sniffer dogs and helicopters, there's no physical trace of Travis Walton over those five days. He was. He was missing. Yeah. Now, the other thing I thought about the other day, you know, I'm into David Politi's missing four one one. Is this the greatest David Politi's missing four one one story ever? Could it be? But 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 his story they have uh, tall creatures that look furry. Yeah, but there are also there's yeah. But what if what what? There are also stories that go around that along with Bigfoot, there's always UFOs. Every time we see a Bigfoot sighting. Well, well, not every time, but there's stories where the in, where the two are where the mm. two are intertwined, where UFO and Bigfoot are intertwined. Could be a Wookiee on the Millennium Falcon. Could be, could be. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Fucking hell! Imagine that. Imagine that. It's Chewbacca all the time. It's Travis. Chewbacca. Travis Walton. Dutch <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's that's where Harrison Ford's been all these years. He did mention that he saw. Uh, a human-looking being with uh, uh, a pre- uh, hair parted in the middle. Oh, yeah, he, he says that in his uh, description. Well, there you go. That's Han Solo. Maybe he was. <laughs> maybe he did just get on a mi- m- mega ay- ayahuasca trip because 1975. When when did Star Wars come out? 74. Yeah. 
Yeah, fuck. Maybe they just, they just watch Star Wars. Maybe they watch the Star Wars and they're tripping out in the woods. That's case. That's case closed, people. Case closed. Case closed. Jesus Christ! I can't believe we've solved this. We've solved the Travis Walton case in one podcast. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna write a story about that. Yeah. We'll get some clickbait. Yeah. Travis Walton case solved. It was, it was Han Solo and Chewbacca, and and Travis Walton on ayahuasca in the woods. Done. Done. Um, uh, yeah, so other the other point to back of this thing is uh, so no law enforcement agencies ever brought any proof forward to prove um, even the, even the sheriff believed yeah. that they saw the UFO. Yeah, I guess the other thing is sheriff like Marlon Gillespie. When you talk, uh, so we're talking about se- seven loggers here. Yep, coming up with the most elaborate fucking hoax of all time that they've decided to keep going for the for the last. Forty years. Yeah, it's seven guys who have been able. Well, let's call it six guys who are able to pass lie detector tests when all asked the same questions. That to me is a tick. Yep, tick in my book. And whilst there are there are people there are people that maintain that Travis Walton didn't get any money mm-hmm. from the story, but I think I'm pretty sure that our photos of the of them all holding checks debunks that. Yeah. So I think we can rule rule that out, but there's still plenty of ticks in favour of Travis Walton's um, abduction, abduction, and um, his recollection his recollection of the events yep. during that time. So, but when you do look at the picture, they look pretty pretty high holding those checks. Huh? They're pretty <laughs> they're pretty happy, man. It's just like yeah, they're still tripping out. Yeah, <laughs> like, look, man, I got two thousand dollars. Where, where the hell did I get this money from? <laughs> Smile for the camera. Smiling. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Chewbacca said he just wanted to go for a ride. In the I, Falcon. In the Falcon. God, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, whoa, man. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> and we went to Endor. <laughs> well, yeah, we went to Endor. Yeah, well, let's, yeah. Yeah, it'll be... Yeah, maybe it was Ewoks around him when he woke up. Uh, Ewoks. Yeah, and maybe what be a pretty short it. table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when no, in his description, no, they were pretty small. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's that's why uh, that's why we whilst we got to the end of the yeah. kind of story now, and we bring in Fire in the Sky. I, what we discussed here, um, you'll see some of it in Fire in the Sky, but the, as far as the as far as the movie goes, um. Maybe. And watch out for Travis Walton. He has a cameo in there. He has a cameo about halfway through. Um, the guys after they've been accused yeah. of uh, of um, of uh, putting Travis Walton six feet under, there's a town hall meeting about what what they're going to do. And when the when Mike Rogers and the gang walk into the meeting, uh, they all turn around in their pews, and uh, <laughs> there's Travis Walton in his first ever starring role in a Hollywood film. <laughs> so you keep an eye out for that one. But um, yeah, so it's an interesting case. Not sure what to make out of it, but I would encourage anyone to. Um, we'll put a link in the show notes yep. to the documentary. You can only get it on DVD. It's not streaming. It's on in the United States. Um, we'll also put a link to the website. It's got limited screenings yep. around cities and film festivals and stuff. Um, okay. But it's um, you can buy the documentary and it's um, thirty nine ninety five um, and it's through the eBay store. Yep. So you just pay by PayPal. Yep. It's all good. I got mine in Australia in about. They sent out really quick. It's like yep. ten days or something. It was okay. amazing. 
could buy something from Sydney. It comes. Oh, here not the DVD. I got to give it to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, it comes like if I bought it from Australia Post in Sydney, it'd probably take three weeks to get here <laughs> with Australia Post. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So it's a it's a it's it's a, it's a wonderful show, and I encourage uh, anyone to go out and buy it, especially if you've got a UFO collection yep. of DVDs and documentaries and stuff. It just it just uh, expands your perspective. To- it does. It does, and it is, it is definitely one of the most credible cases, and the presentation of it in this documentary is uh, outstanding. Yep. So kudos to the um, kudos to the filmmakers for sure. So that's the Travis Walton case. Yeah. In a nutshell. Episode two done. Yeah, episode two done. What we might do is actually try and get in contact with the um, journalist from the Age who went over to interview Travis. Yeah. And see if we can get a hold of him and do maybe um, maybe could be like, the next suburb. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, he's or maybe, yeah, who knows? Could be interesting. Yeah, but yeah, we'll definitely try and get an interview with him about this, and maybe at make it as a midweek extra yeah. or something, or even just put it on the website and we'll put it up rather than make yep. it a podcast. But we'll we'll see if he's still knocking about because he'd yeah. probably be. That would be awesome getting him. Yeah, one yeah, be great, be great, because it'd be good to know what the scene was yeah. in those couple and of how days. How it was and, to like interview him like. Yeah. Did, did he meet him the very next day? Um, after he returned, it was it was a couple of days after he returned. Okay. So it was a big media circus. Yeah. Yep. So be interested to see what the environment was in yep. that the interviews were done. Um, what the feel like was in the town. Um, what the other guys were like. His brother, yep. his family. Be interesting to get that genuine um, first-hand reporting and all that kind of stuff and what it was actually like. Because, like I said, with a lot of these interviews and stuff online, you. Get a, you can tend to get a distorted view yeah. from one media outlet to the other, yeah. and also want Travis wanting to tell, yeah. possibly wanting to tell a particular yeah. st- st- story where that others wouldn't tell. But they've all stuck to the story, yeah. so god damn it! For forty years, I'm to to be honest, I'm besides all those red flags that I'm we're still leaning about, on. Yeah, I'm still leaning on that. Actually, positive say, actually, yeah. I'm still leaning on that uh, that Travis is telling the truth. Because you wouldn't tie yourself trying to prove something for forty years if it was a lie. Yeah, and on yeah, yeah, it's it's just. I mean, like um, obviously the other guys in the team have have not um, partaken a lot yeah. in the documentary. There's <laughs> only um, uh, Mike Rogers, his friend, was in it, and also um, uh, who was the other guy? Oh, no, I think his brother. Yeah. yeah, the other original guys. They want to protect their privacy yeah. and stuff, I suppose, but they want to get sick of it, but. I mean, like Travis Walton's got no option. He's the guy, right? Yeah. So, so he's stuck in the middle of it. So yeah. So get your hands on that if you can. If you've got a UFO collection, put it on the top of the pile. I've watched it maybe six times. Holy shit! It's pretty damn good. Pretty damn. And there's only a handful of other UFO documentaries that I spent that much time on because usually it's one watch and yep. you've seen it a million times before because it's the same story that someone else has told. Roswell. Yeah, another freaking Roswell. Although there are a couple of really good Roswell yeah. docu- documentaries that I could rec- recommend, but we'll slowly do reviews. Like, um, I mean, John, John O'Hare knows, but I've got one of the biggest UFO collections, collections on the earth. <laughs> like a few yeah. TVs. <laughs> yeah, a couple of TVs. Going and he hasn't he hasn't he hasn't even seen the DVD piles at home. Yeah. Like for every for every TV, there's probably. For every one TB of on hard disk, there's probably there's probably five five TB on disk. <laughs> I've got a lot of shit. <laughs> so uh, thanks for listening to Rebel Scum Radio episode thanks, two. Um, thanks this, for nothing, yeah. Jim Bob. Yeah. <laughs>
Thanks for abandoning us. Yeah, yeah, the chosen one. You were the chosen one! Yeah, the freaking chosen one, giving us nothing. But we do wish you and Trish well. We miss you, brother. It hasn't been the same, but um, we'll all be back soon. Um, the next one is going to be right after we watch uh, The Force Awakens. So basically, that, that yeah. whole episode is going to be about Star Wars. Yeah, so we're going to watch The Force Awakens twice. Yep. We're gonna. It's, it launches at one past midnight here on the seventeenth. That's the first. That's our first movie yep. show. And then... yeah, we're gonna. We're going to. Um, we're gonna settle our nerves down and take it all in, and maybe possibly interview some of the people around the cinema yeah. and see what I thought we, of the film. We took the the seventeenth. Yeah, we've both taken the day off work yeah. to <laughs> to see this film as much as many times as we can, <laughs> and then uh, we're gonna rewatch it at noon. Yep. We're going to watch it together and then uh, and record the podcast. We're going to record the podcast and uh, talk some talk some Star Force Wars Awakens shit. action. At last, we're, we're going to see it. God damn it. 12 we're days to go. Yeah. Is it 12? No. What's the date today? 12 days, yeah. Because I got the countdown on my, on my laptop. That's the third today. Yeah. Yeah. It's 14. No. It's at t- 17 minus 3. It's 14. I should. Yeah, Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I was counting the yeah, 16th. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got 14 yeah. days to go. Yeah, exactly two weeks. Exactly two weeks. Good mother. God. We actually, 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 we would have seen it twice by now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're going to see it twice. Uh, the second time will be much better, I think. Because yeah. it'll take all of our, our... It'll take a little bit of that... Um, what the hell's going on here? So out it's of like it. a, we can just go... We can take it in a little bit more and... It's like, like a massive nerdgasm just waiting to explode yeah. on screen. I can accurately do my yeah. I can accurately do my my um, shoot lasers. Lasers. <laughs> I can actually do my lens flare count. That'd be good. Get a notepad. <laughs> Get a notepad. Tick. tick. Lens flare. I'll be like ticking, tick. Maybe there's some kind of count I can just click yeah. on my phone. Click, 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 click. We'll see how it goes, and we'll put that count up straight away on yeah. Twitter and Twitter and Instagram and stuff. We'll do some kind of count. But that's it. We'll see you then. Um, we'll mark anything with Force Awakens yep. that we see with spoilers. Obviously, uh, we know it's you guys. It's going to be spoilers. And... Yeah, every, everything we do on the 17th of December, which will be, um, what day will it be in the US? Day before 16th? 16th of morning. 16th of morning, yeah. yeah. Anything you'll see from us from the 16th on, I mean, we'll mark it as massive spoilers in it anyway, but if you listen to it, it's your own fault. Yeah. Too bad. Too too damn bad. Too bad about your damn luck. (laughs) um, Anyway, we'll see you next week. We're going to leave a little uh, another love songs and dedications again for Jim Bob. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that make me. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex for now. To the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up anyhow. Don't be coy, avoid, or make void the topic. Cause that ain't gonna stop it. Now we talk about sex on the radio. And video shows Many will know Anything goes Let's tell it like it is And how it could be How it was And of course How it should be Those who think it's dirty Have a choice Pick up the needle Press pause Or turn the radio off Will that stop us?
right then, come on, spin. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you. Make any man's eyes pop She uses she got to get whatever she don't got Fellas droop like fools But then again they're only human The chick was a hit because her body was booming Gold, pearls, rubies, crazy diamonds Nothing she wore was ever common Her dates, heads of state, men of taste Lawyers, doctors, no one was too great for her To get with or even mess with The press she says was next on her list And uh, believe me you, it's as good as true There ain't a man alive that she couldn't get next to She had it all in the bag she should have been glad But she was mad and sad and feeling bad Thinking about the things that she never had No love, just sex Followed next with a check and a note That last night was dope, 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 dope Take it easy now. Let's talk about sex, baby Let's talk about you You know me. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex a little bit. 